How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. How's it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about why Maddie and I are moving to Costa Rica later this year. Now, for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now on Amazon. If you also go to www.sidlickbook.com, you can grab over $3,000 in bonus trainings and programs as well. So go ahead and check it out now. Now let's get on with the show. All right. Yeah, that's right. We're moving down to Costa Rica. How crazy is that? I've never lived outside of the U.S. in my entire life. I've, I've lived in San Diego. I lived in L.A. I've lived in North Carolina, but I've never lived outside of the U.S. I've wanted to, uh, but I guess I never had the cojones to actually do it until now. And there's several reasons why. Um, now Maddie and I first went down to Costa Rica last year to speak at uh, a good friend of mine, Travis Chapel's mastermind. And, uh, while we were down there for a week, uh, you know, we were down there and we absolutely fell in love. We absolutely fell in love. Um, and we always go to places. We travel a lot. We've traveled to the Caribbean, traveled to Tulum, to Costa Rica, to Australia and all around Australia, to, to Europe, uh, to Greece, to Italy. You know, we've traveled a lot of different places, all over Canada, all over the U S um, and we always go to these places and, we, and it's always like, man, it would be really cool to move here, but, and there's always a, but there's always a reason why you can't. And there's always a, uh, something that you don't, ah, I don't think I could, I don't think I could handle this, or I don't think I could handle that. Or I don't think I could do that. And then when we moved, when we went down to Costa Rica, we're like, you know, I, I wish we could move here. And then there was no, but, and we're like, holy crap, that's terrifying. So we started to do a lot of our research and we found out that a lot more of our, our, uh, entrepreneurial friends had actually uh, some of them had moved down there. Some of them were considering it. And over the last year, we just got a little bit more curious and a little bit more curious. And so a couple of weeks ago, we were like, you know, what if we did it? Like, let's go down to Costa Rica for a couple of weeks and we'll go uh, live in a handful of different cities up and down the coast uh, and see what it's like. See if we could, you know, because there's a lot of places that you can go to that are great to vacation at, but not necessarily to live. Right. And especially if we're looking to raise a family in the future. Right. And so we went down a couple of weeks ago and and we jumped around a bit and we just fell in love. And we realized that not only can we uh, uh, work down there, but we can also build an amazing life down there and raise an amazing family down there. So I want to share with you uh, the three big reasons that Maddie and I are going to be moving down to Costa Rica later this year so that when you see uh, my future content and you're wondering why I'm hanging out in you know, jungles with monkeys and sloths and on pretty beaches that you've never seen before. Uh, you know why? And you can come out, come down and join me and hang out. So uh, the first thing is the lifestyle. 
right? Over the last five years as an entrepreneur, I've learned more and more that uh, the slower the, the slower environment I put myself in, the more space that I put myself in, the more uh, creativity and and power I have to really live my life, live my purpose. And, and it doesn't make me less motivated. It actually makes me more motivated. It gives me more space, the less distraction and the less stuff I have going on. So the lifestyle down in Costa Rica is much simpler. It's much easier. It's a very health conscious community. Maddie and I are very health conscious people. And it's a very community-driven area. Now, if you're familiar with the blue zones, this is one of the six, six or seven, I don't know. We're going to call it six. Six blue zones in the world with the highest concentration of centennials, meaning people that live past uh, 100 years or older, is the Nicoya Peninsula in, uh, in Costa Rica. And it's because it's a simpler life. It's a healthy lifestyle. Everybody's active. Everybody does yoga and works out and is in the sun and moving around. And it's a really strong community aspect. So when we went down there, everybody became your best friend instantly. And it was like everybody that you met was so helpful. And they'd, oh, let me walk you over here. I'll take you to show this you, show this to you. And I'll, I'll introduce you to this person so they can help you with this. And it was literally like everybody there was part of your family and they were taking care of you like it was part of your family. And this is why it's one of the blue zones because of its strong social connection, the healthy lifestyle, the simpler lifestyle. And one of our favorite parts, uh, Maddie and I are both uh, really big on renewable energy and, and green. And uh, Costa Rica as a country, uh, the energy supply of Costa Rica is 99% renewable, heavily focused on hydro and solar power um, for their energy supply, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so from a lifestyle standpoint, we would get a simpler life with less distractions, less crazy inputs, less going on, and uh, a very healthy lifestyle in a community. And you know, hopefully it'll help us live past 100. So this was actually one of the major, major reasons for us wanting to move is the lifestyle that we would get to live down there. Now, uh, living in the U.S., obviously, I I feel like I've probably put myself in one of the, the best cities in the U.S. to live that lifestyle, San Diego. Very relaxed, very down to earth. But man, when you go down to Costa Rica, it's just a totally different level. So this is one of the biggest reasons that we plan to move down to Costa Rica is the simple shift in lifestyle and the space that that will create for us to continue to live uh, our mission to continue to grow and raise an amazing family in that lifestyle as well. So the second reason that we're planning on moving to Costa Rica uh, is a very logical reason. Cost. Cost of living, right? So the cost of living now in most of Costa Rica, it's a lot less expensive. We're going to be moving to Nosara, which is one of the more expensive parts of Costa Rica. Um, but even, no, even in Nosara, the cost of living is maybe 50, 60% of what it is in San Diego. Real estate that you get down there for, you know, the same house that you would get here for, uh, you know, a beautiful modern home, four or five bedroom modern home on the beach overlooking the ocean, you could get the same thing there for a fourth or a fifth of the cost. So we're going to be able to go down there and we're going to be able to build our dream home uh, down in Nosara over the next couple of years off of tax savings. So I once uh, I once got to interview John Lee Dumas on this podcast and uh, and John, uh, you know, he said one of the most powerful things that I've heard around tax savings, he said, because uh, he moved to Puerto Rico a few years ago from San Diego. And he's like, man, I love San Diego. It's the best city in the U.S. Um, but no knock to anybody else in the U.S. if they think their city is the best, but they're uh, they're frankly just wrong. Sorry, it's San Diego. Uh, anyways, so he moved to Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico has some beautiful, beautiful tax laws where you pay a, f a flat fee of 4% and uh, capital gains, I think, is virtually zero. So what he was saying is when he was living in San Diego, when you start making, you know, say, over a million dollars a year, um... You know, taxes in California can really bite you in the ass. You've got 
you've got, you know, 13.5% California taxes, plus you've got your franchise taxes that can be upwards of 1.5 or 2%. Uh, then you have, if you're in the highest tax bracket, which is a 37% tax bracket, you're now looking at 50 to 52% nominal tax rate, right? So that means you could potentially start paying, for every dollar you make, you're potentially paying more to the government than you actually get to keep. Now, the way that, that JLD actually explained this, he said, you know, when I was living in California, I was working from January 1st to June 30th for the government. And then from July 1st onwards, I got to work for myself. So that meant for the first half of the year, everything that he made went to the government. And then the second half of the year, he got to keep everything. And he said, now that I moved down to Puerto Rico, I work from January 1st to January 18th for the government. And then January 19th on, that's for me. And he said, I've been able to purchase a beautiful $2 million home overlooking the ocean just on tax savings from the last couple of years. Now, this is crazy, crazy big. So uh, Costa Rica is what's referred to as a territorial tax country. So it's not like Puerto Rico where you pay a flat 4% compared to a potential 50% in California. Um, but it is pretty damn good. So as a territorial tax country, uh, Costa Rica, once you move to Costa Rica and you're a resident of Costa Rica, you get what's called a foreign exemption tax, which means individually the first 112 or $113 that you make is tax-free. So the first 100K that you make is tax-free, and then everything after that gets taxed at a nominal tax rate that's lower. Um, but then the cool thing for us, for me and Maddie, is because Maddie's not a uh, U.S. citizen. She's uh, she's an Australian citizen. Now, the U.S., for those of you guys who don't know, the U.S. is the only country in the world where no matter where you go in the world, the U.S.'s taxes will follow you. They'll still try and make you pay your taxes no matter where you live. Um, now, in Australia, if you move to Costa Rica and you're a tax resident in Costa Rica, you don't have to pay Australia taxes. You pay Costa Rica taxes. And Costa Rica's tax rate is much, much lower than the U.S. or Australia's. So it would be a nominal tax rate of between 20 and 25%. And so when you add it together between the two of us, as we're bringing in that income between the two of us, we would end up with a nominal tax rate of somewhere around 22%. So compared to 50%, we would end up saving half of our money on taxes. And that would actually be able to go to things like being able to hire more employees, being able to help more people, being able, being able to give back to more of the causes that we really believe in, right? So, you know, a, a lot of people are like, oh, if you're trying to get out of taxes, you're, you're that's that's poor for everybody else. Well, it's like, you know, I was in the Air Force. I used to work for the government and I saw how a lot of the tax dollars are being used inappropriately. So, you know, that amount of money, if it was all going towards good things, if it was all going towards welfare and it was all going towards stuff I believe in, then I would totally feel totally fine putting 50% of my money towards taxes to the government. But I've seen the government be very fiscally irresponsible over the last two years and spend a bunch of money on things that put this economy in a really shit situation, which to me, I don't feel comfortable giving the government more money than I need to. And that's just the honest truth. I would rather give it to people that I believe in, give it to causes that I knew are doing something good in the world, and hiring more people to pay their salaries so that they have livelihood to go change more lives. That's what I would like to be doing with my money. So the cost of living goes down in Costa Rica, plus we save more on taxes. So we're able to have more money to put more money to the causes that we really truly believe in. So that's the second reason that we're moving down to Costa Rica. Now, the third reason that we're moving down to Costa Rica is a little bit more woo-woo. It's not as logical. It's because we're following our intuition. Yep, that's right. 
I'm saying it. We're following our intuition. Now, I don't care if you're a logical-minded person or you're a woo-woo person like I am. I've got a bunch of crystals in my office. <laughs> um, I am that guy. And uh, and the truth is, we all know that if you were better at following your intuition, if all of us were better at following our intuition, we'd probably be more successful and happier in life. Everybody knows this, right? This is actually a very logical thing to say, that if you were better at following your intuition, all of us would probably be happier and more successful in our life. Because oftentimes following our intuition goes against common logic, but it leads us towards an outcome that we could not have ever predicted. Now, Steve Jobs in his biography talks about this. He says part of the reason he was so successful in life is because he did a lot of illogical shit because he mastered the art of following his intuition. When he spent, uh, when he spent several months in India when he was young, he backpacked through India and he he learns from, learned from gurus and he read some spiritual books and what he realized was in the East, there's a lot of heavy emphasis on learning how to follow intuition. Your intuition's like a muscle, just like anything else. You can develop it, you can grow it as a skill, right? And he learned to follow his intuition and allowed his logic to clean up after his intuition. Now in the West, most of us lead with our logic and our intuition just gets left behind. And what I've found over the last five years is the better that I get at following my intuition and allowing my brain and my logic to clean up the mess that my intuition makes and turn it into something real and strong, the happier I am, the more fulfilled I am, the more successful I am, the more money I make, the more lives I change. So the truth is, one of my big goals in life is just to continuously refine and get better at my ability to follow my intuition. Now, what is your intuition? How do you know when something's your intuition versus when something's a subconscious fear or a mental program? Now, uh, we had a good friend of mine, Samantha Skelly, on this show a while ago, and she actually came and spoke at one of our live events uh, last month, and, and I posed this question to her, and she said, one of the best answers that I've ever heard, she said, um, your subconscious is, when you, when you hear that voice in your head, your subconscious is normally energetic. It's either, it's either excited, or it's angry, or it's afraid. It's energetic. There's an energy behind it. Your intuition is calm. It's clear. It's concise. And oftentimes, that's what's so scary about it. It's so simple. When your intuition comes to you and it just says, hey, you're going to be moving down to Costa Rica. Oftentimes, we go, whoa, I don't want to listen to that. That's illogical. That doesn't make any sense. But over a year ago, when Maddie and I first went to Costa Rica, I had that, I had that thought. It was, you guys are going to move down to Costa Rica, and you don't know why, and it's going to feel illogical. And, and, but you're going to do it and it's just going to change your life. So, uh, that's basically where we're at right now is both of us had this, this download of, we, we would love to move down there and, uh, Costa Rica is where we need to be. But all of our logic tells us that it's a terrible idea. All of our life is being built here in, in California and my business is in the U S and, and, you know, we're going to start raising a family soon. And we always thought that we wanted to raise family around, uh, we wanted to raise our kids around our other family. So we were either going to do it in San Diego or out in Australia with Maddie's family. So to be like, nah, screw it. We're going to say screw it to both of our families and go down to Costa Rica. That was terrifying for us. Our logic is fighting us every step of the way on this move. But our intuition just stays calm and says, no, this is the right thing to do. Now, if you've ever read the book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, if you haven't, it's a phenomenal book, but he talks about this. He talks about the fact that we as human beings create a lot of preferences. And a lot of these preferences are based on, uh, based on social logic, subconscious programming. I prefer this. I want this. I want to control this. It's, it's based around an, a need for control. And the reality is, if you were to let go of control a little bit and allow life itself to 
like a river, flow you down the path rather than trying to fight it and slapping against the water, you know, allow the river to flow you down the path, you'd realize that life will actually bring you some amazing, amazing things. And so this has actually been a practice of mine over the last few years is learning to allow life to bring me more, allow my intuition to tell me things, even when it seems completely illogical. This is what Steve Jobs was talking about. He would do so much stuff that everybody would say, that's impossible, that's illogical, you should not do that. But he knew he needed to because that's what his intuition was telling him he needed to do. Now, the other way that I've gotten really good at following my intuition is something called applied kinesiology. If you haven't looked it up, you can also look up sway testing or muscle testing. Um, now, this will seem like a lot of woo-woo shit to a lot of people who haven't done it before. We actually teach it in our programs. And I know a lot of really successful entrepreneurs that have used it to make big business decisions that seemed illogical that ended up making them millions and millions of dollars. So you can look up applied kinesiology, but the whole idea behind it is that your nervous system, your spine, your nervous system, your brain is connected to a more communal consciousness. Now, if you don't believe that there's a communal consciousness, uh, check out the book An End to Upside Down Thinking by Mark Gober. He scientifically proves that there is a communal consciousness uh, using literally using the scientific method. Now, I was an engineer in, in college, so when I read this, I was like, holy shit, he just scientifically proved, he disproves that the brain produces consciousness and scientifically proves that there is a central consciousness. Now, if you learn how to use applied kinesiology properly, Dr. David Hawkins talks about this in uh, Power Versus Force as well, you can tap into that communal consciousness and you can make more intuitive decisions using applied kinesiology. And this was something that Maddie and I used a year ago and we asked ourselves if we were going to move down to Costa Rica. And a year ago, we said yes, even though it said yes, even though all the logic said it would never happen. And here we are a little over a year later and we've started the process. It's going to be happening over the next three to six months. So the third reason that we're moving down to Costa Rica is because Xander's intuition fucking said so. So let's get woo-woo and let's make it happen. So I just wanted to share all of these around why we're moving to Costa Rica because a lot of people have been asking me. And I think it's really important to uh, give everybody else a little, bit, a little bit of insight into you know, how we make our decisions because a lot of the time everybody relies on you know, what everybody else thinks or what... Uh, what their logic is telling them is the realistic thing to do. Now, this is a very unrealistic thing for us to do. But our intuition is telling us it's the right thing. We're over the moon about the lifestyle that we're going to live. And it's going to make us more money. That actually seems pretty logical to me. So if there's something that you know that you need to do that maybe other people are telling you not to do, or maybe logic, social constraint is telling you is probably not a good idea, maybe you need to give it a deeper thought. And maybe you need to really... Go for it next time. Now, that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn with us here today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, the book, available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.